for you. I don't know if anyone's ever seen uh, Space Jam, old old basketball movie with Michael Jordan. Basketball and you know movie. when like the aliens, <laughs> there's this basketball and, and they and when they touched it, it like sucked all their powers and they weren't able to play the sport at all, right? <laughs> That's exactly what happened. I don't know if there's like some kind of like like magical cricket ball that Rashid Khan's given to the Sri Lankan dressing room. Everyone's touched it and they've lost all cricketing ability. Oh, <laughs> It's, there's that's, definitely something something that, going on here. Oh, is that the, is that the scene where like they're like all muscly and stuff, and then they're like yeah yeah, and they and just they're... shrink. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened. We're deflated. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 9 of In The Salmon Cricket Podcast. My name is Nuan and alongside me I have Hasith, my fellow cricket lover. Hasith, it's uh, it's been a bit of a depressing week uh, being a Sri Lanka <laughs> fan and um, you know, I know you were a little bit, uh, you know, um, re- resistant to discussing what's happened to Sri Lanka in the Asia Cup, but I think it's worth an honourable mention because uh, we need to talk about it and uh, unravel as to what went wrong in Sri Lanka's Asia Cup, uh, Asia Cup campaign. You're right, Nuan. I don't know, honourable for who? Maybe honourable for Afghanistan, certainly yeah. not Sri Lanka, but um, oh, absolutely disgusting. I'm going to say it. It's, it was disgusting. Well, I don't think anyone's um, going to disagree with you. It's a tough word. It's a harsh word, though, usually. Usually, like, oh, it's had a bad game, this or that, but no, yeah. utterly grotesque. Yeah. That's how we performed yesterday. It was, uh, well, so just for anyone who's been listening, so, um, you know, the, uh, so Sri Lanka has, uh, you know, started their Asia Cup campaign. The Asia Cup is currently going on at the moment. Tomorrow proves to be an absolute cracker of a game between India and Pakistan. But uh, focusing on Sri Lanka and Afghanistan, yeah, it was abysmal. You know, Sri Lanka needs to, need to win both games in order to qualify for the Super 4. And uh, mm-hmm. they've uh, ruined a lot of their chances here um, against uh, Afghanistan. So... Sri Lanka batted first, even though Afghanistan won the toss and went to field. And, uh, well, Sri Lanka were blown away for just 105 <laughs> runs. There was a bit of resistance there from Banuka Rajapaksha, who scored 38 runs of 29 balls. And uh, there was a little bit of a, a fight back from Charmika Karunaratna, who made mm-hmm. 31 from 38. But ultimately, an abysmal batting effort. The main hero for Afghanistan was this young man named... Fazilhaq Faruqi, who took uh, 3 for 11 <coughs> off just 3.4 overs. Absolute dynamite quick bowler there for Afghanistan. And, uh, well, Sri Lanka need to put in a, a, a some sort of a spirited bowling effort to try and uh, win this game. But Afghanistan were just, were just on another level. Um, they reached Sri Lanka's score in just 10 overs. Your, your mate, um, Hazratullah Zazai, <laughs> 37 of 28 balls. Uh, you know, Ramanullah Gabaz, 40 of 18 balls goodness me he was a, he was going at a, at a fair clip and uh and that was it really afghanistan were home and now their net run rate is uh, absolutely through the roof <laughs> Hasid, i just want to you know i just want to get your thoughts opinions analysis you know what what went wrong for sri lanka here like what wh- how did this happen this is very uh embarrassing it it's embarrassing and of course you know afghanistan are not like they're not like some they're not like a uh, uh, I wouldn't say they're an associate team on their day. They they're, they're pretty good, and a lot of these Afghani's are playing the big bash. But but what what, what mm. went wrong? Like what? How, how does this happen? Yeah, look, I Afghanistan are far from an associate team now, especially in the T Twenty format. They are. I was having this conversation with my dad recently as well because he's like, oh, mm. 
you know, you know, how come like Sri Lanka and uh, like Afghanistan they're sort of like semi evenly uh, ma- like matched up. Yeah, and I was like, man, Afghanistan are crazy good, and they yeah. they will be. I mean, we were saying this, we've been saying this for a couple of years now, two three years. Uh, Afghanistan are on the up and up, and now they yeah. are an absolute force. Yeah. Where does Sri Lanka go wrong? Oh man, where do we begin? <laughs> you can pinpoint it like a, an absolute plethora of like uh, little avenues that Sri Lanka just failed. But I think yeah. the main thing is uh, we're just watching the highlights before as well. It's just that um, these bowlers are something else. Number one, yeah, yeah. like Fazalah Faruhi. Yeah, we're watching him. <laughs> we're watching the bowling highlights. Um, yes, and this guy, his late swing is literally just absolutely ferocious. Like yeah. cutting the batsman in half. Like in the yeah. last probably 30, 30 to forty five centimeters of the ball coming onto the bat or to the yeah. pads in, in most cases. Yeah. But absolutely insane. I'm not sure who's who the bowling coach is for Afghanistan, especially the fast bowling coach. But yeah, that's probably the first thing. The bowling mm. was very very tight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then like you know, the batsmen they played just really poor shots. Danushka Gunatilika, I'm, I'm pretty sure he went out to a reverse sweep. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. is not good. Yeah, this yeah, it's 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 just one of those things where no one really stood up. As you said, Barnika and, and Karuna Ratna did. Um, I will say mm-hmm. this: I would really, really like to see Charmika bat higher up the order. I've said this before. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why Wanindo Hasaranga is batting in front of Dasun Sharnika, and yet Charmika Karuna yes. Ratna is batting after Dasun Sharnika. Yeah, yeah, like it boggles my mind. There needs to be a lot. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if Chris Silverwood's responsible for this, but yeah. What do you what do you think? Just based you, on the batting performance, we'll start off with. What do you what do you reckon? You made an excellent point about Sri Lanka's batting order, and it looks to me like a complete mess right now. Right, mm-hmm. you're you're hundred percent correct. I don't know why Wanindu Hasaranga is batting at uh, what number six, and that's typically like a late middle order batsman's position. Like you mm-hmm. you'd have a you have a, a batsman there, and and Hasaranga is a. He's a he's a bowling all rounder in my opinion. He can bat. I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not discrediting his batting ability. But he's not a man who sh- should be coming in at number number six, right? Maybe a number eight Correct. is more of where Asaranga should be. Oh um, no no! I, I reckon I reckon seven because seven, if you have okay. a look at our batsmen and our bowlers, you okay. put him at eight. Who are you going to put at seven? <laughs> yeah, and well, you're right. Well, I mean, and Charmiga Karunaratna should not not be batting at number eight. Like he had, that's yeah. way too low for him. Um, he's yeah. a he's a very talented all rounder. He can he can really hit the ball a long way, and uh, you know he's played a couple of cameos for Lanka in the in the lower order where he's tried to get us to some degree of respectability. But but that Correct. you're right. That that batting order looks like an absolute mess. You've got you've got Dasun Sharnaka who who is doing absolutely nothing right now. You know he, he was what's, he, what's he what's he providing for the team at this point? Let's be honest. What is he doing? What's his contribution? I've, I've always wondered that. To be honest, I've always wondered that ever since he's. Uh, Ever since his um, debut into the, into the Lankan team, I've always like you know how like Lanka have Lanka always does this thing where periodically they have like all these like rogue players that just get a couple of games and they disappear. Uh, another yeah. bloke that comes to my mind was um Jeevan Mendes. Do you remember Jeevan Mendes? Yeah, Jeevan Mendes. He was very very good in under nineteen though I believe. He, okay, but like when he played mm. in the you know he played in the T Twenty World Cup and like he was just this like fill in player. <laughs> yeah, he was at that point. So I, I see Dustin Sharnika as just like a fill in player. Like I don't know what his his role is. I don't know what he does for the team. Uh, like he bowls little mediums. You know he he contributes every now with every now and again with the bat when his career's on the line. But um, you know this is a shambolic batting when effort. His career's on the line. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, let's go again, man. When you get to tap on the shoulder, he's like, "All right, cool. Let me just." <laughs> All right, let me let me save my spot. Yeah, let's save my spot. But um, but it was just a shambolic batting effort, and it was a very confused batting effort. That's what I that's what I gather when I was watching the uh, the highlights of this match. I feel yeah. like Sri Lanka were not prepared for what Afghanistan had in offer. Correct. I feel like I there agree. was a I feel like there was a degree of complacency. Yes. Very much because so. before the match, uh, I was listening. I was listening to some interviews, and you know, Dasun Sharnaka sounded a little bit overconfident to me. He was like, "Oh yeah, you know, the conditions in UAE are very similar to Sri Lanka, so you know, we should be quite comfortable there." And you know, he he lamented about the fact that you know he wished the Asia Cup would have been played in Sri Lanka, but now they've got to prepare and we're going to play like it's in Lanka. But I mean, are they playing like they're in Lanka? Definitely not. <laughs> are they playing at all? <laughs> What's going on? You know what? You know what this yeah, is. Yeah, go on. You know go on. You saying that just reminded me. I don't know if anyone's ever seen uh, Space Jam, old old basketball movie with Michael Jordan. Oh, that's and good you know movie. when like the aliens, <laughs> there's this basketball, and, and they gave it to the old, the absolute like NBA stars, and when they touched it, it like sucked all their powers, and they weren't able to play the sport at all. Right? <laughs> that's exactly what happened. I don't know if there's like some kind of like like magical cricket ball that Rashid Khan's given to the Sri Lankan dressing room. Everyone's touched it, and they've lost all cricketing ability. Oh, <laughs> It, there's that's, definitely something something that, going on here. Oh, is that is that the scene where like they're like all muscly and stuff, and then they're like yeah yeah and they and just they're... shrink. <laughs> yeah. that's what happened. We're deflated. Oh, dude, that's literally happened to Sri Lanka right now. <laughs> I think I think it was a degree of complacency here. Uh, my my theory yes. is that you know Sri Lanka was so overjoyed by defeating Australia back home, <laughs> they must have been like, oh, how easy is cricket? And then they come to the Asia Cup and they lose to Afghanistan. So, yeah. you know, this is not taking away Oh, don't say it like that. Afghanistan are a great team. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm not taking away from that. Yeah. Like, Afghanistan okay, are, yeah. are a force. They're, they're, they are a force. They're, they're, one, they're one of those teams that you don't want to take lightly at all. And that's, the, that's what Sri Lanka did. They took, they took Afghanistan lightly. No, lightly. And um, yeah. I think also we, we really underestimated their bowling. Like, I think Sri Lanka were preparing for the likes of, you know, Rashid Khan and Mujibur Rahman and, and Mohamed Nabi to, like, you know, like, they'll probably fa- they're probably preparing for... Afghanistan spin Spinners, attack, yeah. Yeah. but they had no idea about this Fazal Haq Faruqi, this young fast man. I mean, we didn't have any idea either. We never heard of this guy. Oh, I'm just going to call him Spooky Faruqi at this point. You <laughs> definitely can. It's definitely a warranted name because it is so, actually it is a scary amount of late swing that he's getting. It's very very yeah. Pakistan esque. That's why I was wondering yeah. if this man actually jumped the border at some point in time. Yeah, <laughs> you know, well, he very well could have. What I know about Afghan cricket is that they were heavily coached by the Pakistanis in their formative years. Yeah. You know, Wazim Akram and Inzamam and Muhammad Yusuf, they were they were all integral parts in setting up Afghan cricket mm. and sort of getting them to like a sort of respectable level. And, you know, I think Afghanistan deserves a lot of credit um, for a country that's, you know, being still under the Taliban regime and given all the yep. difficulties they face, they still produce these like phenomenal cricketers. You know, in 2002... There was not a single cricket ground in Afghanistan. That's how yeah. that's how desolate the cricket infrastructure was there. So you know these these guys deserve a lot of credit, uh, a lot of respect for, sure. for how they've played. And you know Sri Lanka now find themselves in a very precarious pos- position where they mm. where we where we now rely on Bangladesh to defeat Afghanistan, and we're literally relying on <laughs> purely on net run rate to get through. And it's looking unlikely. You know as I told you before, our net run rate's like negative five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, as a, as yeah. optimism is one thing, but let's be real, man. It's pretty much lights out for Lanka. I hate to say it, like negative five run rate. How oh. are you like? Because that the hurts. thing is, right? This like 
Okay, it's okay to post a low score. It's yep. fine, but 105 is just... And they batted the 19 overs, mind like 19.4 yeah. overs, right? Yeah. Absolutely just filthy, right? Not going to lie. Yeah. But then to lose... Yeah. To lose at like the 10th over, the 11th over... Yeah. You can't you can't replicate that against Bangladesh. No. Like, they're not no, going to no, be no. able to. And on top of that, the way that Afghanistan are going, are they going to lose to Bangladesh? Most likely not. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be... So, Afghanistan will be... Afghanistan will be sky high in confidence. As they should be. You know, yeah. you know they're going to go into that... They're going to go into that game red hot against Bangladesh. And we we need to defeat Bangladesh to have any... Even the tiniest chance of, of making it through. I mean, I wouldn't say... Look, I wouldn't say it's fully curtains yet for, for Lanka. I think if we can... If we can defeat Bangladesh pretty strongly, we can reverse that run rate. Very, very, very small chance, but we, we need to Define win big. very strongly. Are we, are we scoring 140 in 12 overs in the one? Are we doing something like that? hundred percent. Why not? We can do that. <laughs> <Why not>? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I can hear it. You're like, oh, hundred percent. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, look, I, I guess, on, I guess, in a wider context, though, what, what does this, what does this mean for us going into the T Twenty World Cup? Because, because this yep. Asia Cup is more like a preparation camp for all the Asian teams to, for the, for the World Cup. Like, you know what. You know, what does this mean in terms of selection, Hasid? Like, have we, do we need to find better players? Is there something wrong with the bowling? Is, there, is sure. it a confidence issue? You know, what, what, if we extrapolate on this, you know, what does this yep. mean going forward? Sri Lanka just, just threw in like a, a mixed bag of lollies this game. Yeah. And yep. uh, it seems like everyone's just picked out the uh, the elusive uh, black licorice lolly that nobody actually likes. That's what yeah. we picked out 11 <laughs> no, black you, licorice you are, you are on You're on point with the analogies today. I love this. <laughs> But get this though, right? I don't know why these... I don't know if Sri Lanka took... Like you said, it seems as though during the innings, they were quite complacent. I'm not sure if they were complacent even before the game, like with the selection and the yeah. batting lineup. But there is mm. a lot... I mean, this is the most disappointing thing about Sri Lankan cricket. You and yeah. I as just casual... I mean, we're like... like we, we're, we're very like into Sri Lankan cricket, obviously. But we can find yes. so many like opportunities to develop like for a better team just yeah. watching, just on the face of it. I mean, we're looking at the yeah. scorecard. We're just like, all right, Hasaranga, Hasaranga and Charmika kind of right in the straight up switch spots. No brainer. Yeah. Because yeah. time and time again, Charmika kind of has been strangled at the position that he's in. Yeah. Um, I was watching the highlights as well. There were moments where he was like hitting the ball into the outfield and not running because he wanted to face like three or four more balls when oh, they were like nine okay. down. There was a yeah, couple okay. of situations like that, which you see in test matches. You shouldn't be seeing that in T20s no. too often, right? No, no, no. But um, no. there's that. So, and even the bowlers, man. Yeah. Like, the bowlers are absolute. Yeah. Like, Matisha, yeah. um, one over 16 runs. Got absolutely yeah. carted. I saw that. Ramadan yes. Gurbaz. Charmi yeah. Kekana, they got hit for 20 off the one over. Got a yeah. few edges that went over, like, third man, finally. A couple of extra, like, you know, like, yeah. unlucky you know, deliveries yeah. that went, but for the most part, man, there's really yeah. nothing here to talk about with yeah. the bowling lineup at all. Yeah, I think. Yeah, no, you, you mentioned some great points. I, I I feel like it's a it's a mind thing. I, I don't think it's a matter of skill. I think it's it's all mental. If we can yeah. defeat us, if we can defeat Australia with 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 this bowling attack, and we couldn't do anything against Afghanistan, it just shows that there's something mentally. I I feel like it's complacency. I feel like Sri Lanka were not prepared for what Afghanistan had to offer. They assumed. Yeah. They, uh, we, we just assumed that Afghanistan were going to just collapse and, you know, give us an, uh, a, a nice, easy victory. Yeah. No, not at all. I mean, what do you think about that? Just based off this, like, what do you think about now Sri Lanka's chances in, in the World Cup, you know, coming up in October? Depends. What, it depends. It depends who's captaining, number one. Yeah. Dustin yeah. Chanak is going to be there. Depends what yeah. team they pick, right? Yeah. It depends. Yeah. <laughs> 
it depends. It, it, it really does come down to the captaincy, I feel, because even though if, if yes. the captain's not performing, but he's able to lead correctly, then it's a different story, right? But it doesn't seem like this bloke's doing anything no, at all. absolutely like, not. What's he in the team for? I and I've said it just yeah. before, but like, what is yeah, he actually yeah. in the team for? He's in yeah. the team as like a as like a genuine all rounder. Yeah, man, you have to you have to be somewhat good at something to be called an all rounder. What is he good at? Yeah, like, no, he's not. He's, uh, he's I, I mean, I was looking at I was looking at Dustin Sharnika's stats, and they're like in reverse, right? So he has like a he has like a bowling he has a bowling average of like forty and a batting average of like seventeen. <laughs> so it's like really, yeah, it's it's like it's yeah. like upside down. So. I think I think what I think Sri Lanka need to look look in be introspective and figure out why they lost the game. I definitely agree with you that the batting order is absolute. It's a jungle. It's it's completely messed up. It, it, everyone's batting in the wrong spots. I will say this though. I do like that Kusal Menes is opening. I don't know. I want to know yeah, what your opinion move. is on that because he actually. Move. Yeah, because I mm. find that Kusal Mendis, when he opens, he bats in a very, very different style than when he does yes. when he bats third or fourth. It's a bit yeah. overly aggressive potentially. If you have a look at how he went out, yeah. he tried to flick yeah. a straight one across the pads, fourth ball, yeah. uh, LBW, yeah. and Faruqi was swinging it like crazy, like I said. But yeah. um, Gunatilika at four, I don't know if I like that. Yeah, I think the top four or five spots are not bad. Yeah. It's just um, Charmika too low. Shanika, I don't, know, I don't know what Shanika is doing at all. But Hasaranga is a bit high. I think that's it. Yeah. If if Shanika is not your preferred captain, who would you want as captain of the of the team going into the T Twenty World Cup? Oh, for the T Twenty World Cup, look, man. I think at this point in time, whew, it would have to be. I think because Asalanka is the vice, he would be the person to go to. Mm. He is not. He's kind of a, like a senior player. I'm just looking at the lineup now. There's not really anyone else other than him. Other than like, if you want to put in Kusal Mendis. As yeah. well, I'm not sure what his uh, what his captaining caliber is, but yeah. you're probably looking at only those two guys, man. I don't well, think what, what, Donushka Gunatilika has the no. has the ability to captain. Well, yeah. What about your thoughts around giving Banuka Rajapaksha the captaincy? Hell no, no. <laughs> we don't want we don't want yet another another Rajapaksha leading Sri Lanka. I get it. I get Ooh, it. <laughs> contra- yeah, another week, another controversial line from no one. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> No, I was going to say Barnika Rajapaksa is um is very very electric in, when he bats, but I don't think that will actually yeah. be advantageous at a captaining point of view. But um, yeah, fair, yeah fair. you're right. We've been no, talking about this for a whole lot. <laughs> but look, we'll, we'll wrap. Yeah, look at another really really insightful thoughts. We'll, we'll wrap it up there for the uh, for the Asia Cup. Um, hopefully Sri Lanka can defeat Bangladesh by a lot, and hopefully, um, you know Bangladesh end up. We we just want everyone to have a win to their name and then let the net run rate do the talking. So, um, interested to see how the Asia Cup unfolds. There's an absolute ripper game happening tonight, India Pakistan. You don't want to miss yes. that one. That is a that's at the time of this podcast. It'll be at midnight um, on Monday. So, I'm keen for the highlights on that one. That should be a ripper. But uh, moving mm-hmm. on now to the England, the ongoing England South Africa test series and i know we talked a lot of flack around england and <laughs> how useless they are and you know we, we love seeing england lose but uh to their credit no no you you love you love seeing england lose no oh, oh okay fine but uh in in you know you got a good credit where credit is due and in the second yes. test match england have come back and absolutely obliterated south africa you know the never aging uh james anderson picked up six wickets for the game uh, Stuart Broad got a three for Ollie Robinson got four wickets, and uh, South Africa was just blown away. Um, England batted once and batted big. They scored mm-hmm. four hundred and fifteen for nine declared, thanks to some amazing hundreds from Captain Ben Stokes and the wicketkeeper Ben Folks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, I, you know it's really hard to. <laughs> this is a weird thing about English cricket. You just never know what what you get. 
and uh, I still think South Africa can take the series. But uh, but your thoughts on this game? Did you see this coming? Did you ever feel like England would fight back? Or I mean, yeah, yeah. they'd ha- they, I mean, they, they didn't really have a choice. But a bit of a uh, yeah, a bit of Katy Perry hot and cold, and with this uh, with this series, <laughs> I feel that it's they're either you are, you are they're either on it today. <laughs> Katy Perry hot and cold. It, no, <laughs> it is though. Like, it's like huh? space. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, imagine losing by an innings and then winning by an yeah. innings the very next game, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, is there, like... <laughs> how do you do that? Like, what's going on in the dressing room? Like, who's whipping these guys in between matches and be like, hey, you know you're playing cricket and not, like, <laughs> not, not softball, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, oh. Well, I mean, the coach is McCullum and McCullum is a very dynamic cricketer. He was he a is. dynamic cricketer himself. Correct. I mean, yeah, to lose by innings and win by innings, like, how would that affect your your mentality? Like, like let's say you're the team that won by innings in the first game, and then you're going to lose by innings. Like, how yeah. do you? It's how, do you how do you tackle the reporters? Like, it's a yeah, tough exactly. conversation. <laughs> it's like, oh, sorry, guys, we just uh, you know <laughs> had yeah. an off day. Because the journalists have like a have a knack of just like prodding and like you know getting oh, like yeah. controversial points off you. So you've said all these well, things, and then you go ahead and lose by innings the next, and you're like, oh, can I retract all well, my statements from before? Well, I mean, look, I'm 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 sort of studying to become a reporter of that nature. So uh, uh, you know, <laughs> we got to start somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, one thing one thing I will say though, one thing I will say about England is that they did finally come to terms with South Africa's bowling attack. Yep. In the first test, they looked like they had no idea how to face Anrik Nokia and Rabada was just like you know, like you know, running circles around their brain. But but now in this in this uh, second test, man, uh, Rabada went at four and over, Nokia went at four and over, um, Lungi and Gidi, you know, also went at, uh, at like over three runs and over. So yep. you know, I was doing a bit of research on the Old Trafford pitch where they played, and they say it's traditionally a batting paradise. Okay, it's traditionally a good pitch for batting. But like any English wicket, you got to survive that first hour on the first day, yes. that, that first session, because that's when the ball moves a lot. And mm-hmm. I, I, you know, South Africa didn't do that when they batted. And then when when finally they got a chance to bowl, the pitch was flat, and then England just just capitalized on that. I mean, mm. are you gonna uh, are you gonna pay? I uh, give uh, Mr. Zachary Crawley some credit. Thirty eight of one hundred and one. He, def- oh, he definitely he's definitely stayed around, did his job kind of as an opener. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, Zach Crawley, I mean, I, I still don't think he's, like, a great batter. Like, he, he can bat. There's no doubt mm. he can bat. But, I mean, you'd want, you'd want your openers, they don't have to score hundreds, of course, but they do need to see off that new ball. He certainly did that. Yep. He, he certainly did his job as an opening batter. But, like, he's he doesn't come across as me as, like, a very dangerous opening batsman. He's just very, like, you know, <laughs> he, he could be there all day and, like, yeah. you know, the score will still be, like, Five for hundred. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't elicit any kind of fear or worry in the he's in the bowler's mind. He's just he's just there, and and fair enough in domestic cricket in English county cricket that that can work for a little bit. But I'm looking at his numbers now. Yeah. And you know, like even in like first class cricket, average of thirty six, yeah, decent numbers. I mean, for for some reason he's he's pretty prolific in ODIs, but then again he's only he's only played three ODIs, but yeah. Again, you know, I'd put Zach Crawley and uh, Dasun Sharnika and all these guys in that weird category where they're like, they're, <laughs> they're neither here nor there cricketers, um, yeah. you know. But but he did his job. I mean, in the context of the game, he held the fort and he allowed Stokes and Folks to really, like, let loose and just dominate. I mean, look, both Stokes and Folks were operating at stri- strike rates above 50, which in a test match is, is astounding, which is what you want. 
I don't know if it's a stand. Is it a standing do it? Above fifty is a standing for you? <laughs> well, I mean, look in a, in a test, like a striker above fifty is, is normally it's pretty decent. Like you know, one I, I want to see at least sixty. I want to see a sixty. Yeah, sixty is great. Yeah, yeah. I but, like. 60. I think I don't think over fifty is a standing do it. <laughs> Uh, like it's good. standing was the wrong wrong adjective, but like <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. all I'll say is they they were motoring along. They um, were, they were, they were. I mean, the the economy of all the bowlers for the South Africa minimum was three point one seven from Simon Harmer, so yeah. they weren't they weren't they weren't just kicking back like Mr. Zachary Crawley. No, <laughs> no. the rest of the guys, yeah. I think what I'm I'm keen to know your thoughts about the decider now. So the third Test match of this England South Africa series is a literal decider. So, Which team's going to win by an innings? That's the question. That's, yeah, well, that's the thing. I'm so I'm actually really excited for this game. Yeah. Because I don't know who's the better team right now. I don't know if England's better or South Africa's better. You know, yeah. because they both just got flogged by an innings. I think, the, and the third test is being played um, at the Oval as well. Okay. The Oval is very. It's a very one day kind of ground, so it'll be pretty slow. It could be a run fest. Mm. I feel like both teams are going to be really aggressive. South Africa are not going to hold back. I th- feel like if they're about to lose, South Africa is going to really fight for the draw. Yeah. Because, um, you know, they, they, they want to hold on to that number one position in the Test Championship rankings. So mm-hmm. they're going to try and scrap and get as many points as you can. But how do you see it play sure. out? I'm curious to know. Like, who do you think will win? It will be, a, you know. <laughs> yeah. Cricket's, cricket's a funny game, man. I think, um, yeah. I think most recent form is always going to be favoured upon a little bit more. So... With the red yeah. hot form that England are in, you would expect. I mean, I personally would expect England to be slightly in front, um, in terms of yeah. you know win probability from from you know before the game starts. But yeah. as you mm. said, when like feelings come into it and stuff, you know when when players yeah. go back and forth and like there's a lot more yeah. on the line now, and especially because these are yeah. not just like regular test matches. That like I said, hey, Katie Perry, no. hot and cold, man. Like this this That's series it. is hot, 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 right? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's going to be a cracker finish. I'd, I'd actually have no idea. I think um, I think it's really good to see players like Folks and Stokes and even Johnny yeah. Bairstow with a quick 49 of 63. Yeah. He's a very, very electric player. So I think those three players in particular, as well as Root, obviously, mm. who didn't actually uh, score mm. many runs, um, these guys are going to have a lot to say in how the game yeah. actually uh, progresses. So I think for sure Stokes, yeah. because he's so electric, he can, and he scored 100 as well, off 100, 103 of 163, he could have easily made that 100 off like 120 balls, right? He's yep. just playing like yep. a captain, genuine captain's knock. So oh, the yeah. toss will be big, right? We'll yeah. see who bats first. I think yeah. uh, the, cha- the the team that's chasing will have, mm. also have like a slight uh, slight advantage. That's my sort of guess. Slide but range. I think yeah. I think England for me, 65, 30, uh, oh, I don't even know. Probably 55, 45, I'm edging England. 45, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, look, historically speaking, historically speaking, whenever whenever England have been down in a test series, they usually come back and they usually carry the momentum. That's just something I've yep. noticed. Um, yep. An example that comes to my mind is the 2010 Ashes when 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 uh, England finally won in Australia after like 30 years of getting smashed. Um, that, was a iconic, <laughs> that, was a, that was an iconic series, that one. But uh, historically yep. speaking, England often will carry on the momentum, but... But South Africa also a team that you know they don't back down, right? They're very gritty. Oh, yeah. Like let's say let's say South Africa's like nine for hundred and twenty, and they need like three hundred to win. And it's the final day. They're not gonna they're not gonna give up the game. They're no. gonna they're gonna push for a draw. So it's gonna be some real tantalizing cricket. It'll be some yes. very highly emotional, very aggressive cricket. And uh, if anyone gets a chance to watch this England South Africa game, get onto it because it's gonna be some really really high class cricket. I also want to give a special mention to. Uh, the evergreen uh, James Anderson, who uh, also 
surpassed and yet another milestone as in, and has now become the most uh, high he's become the highest wicket taker of all time for fast bowlers uh, in all formats of the game your thoughts on on this man who just doesn't ever stop playing cricket <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> i feel like we've, you've spoken about him a little bit over the last couple of uh, episodes but yeah. yeah look it was bad to happen he man is still yeah. fighting fit He's taking yeah. wickets on the regular, you know, not yeah. even surprised at this point that he's just, you know, he's just dropping records left, right and centre, but this is a really oh, yeah. important one, um, and especially yeah. because he's overtaken none other than, uh, what's his nickname, Pigeon? Pidgey? Pigeon. <laughs> Pigeon. <laughs> Mr. Glenn McGrath. <laughs> yes, yes indeed. He's, uh, I don't know, he's, he's a bowler, that, I mean, I, I'm not sure how long um, Anderson will play for, I think he's going to play until at least the World Test Championship final, I don't know, I don't know what his plans are, but... He just bowls yeah. like he did like twenty years ago, man. He's just still fit, you know. I think he bowls better than he did twenty years ago now. Yeah, <laughs> like reverse aging. <laughs> I mean, he's similar to Wazim Makram. So, like, they asked Wazim Makram, you know, why he managed to play so long for because Wazim Makram played for nineteen years for Pakistan. Wow. nineteen. He had a nineteen-year career for Pakistan, which is unusual for a fast bowler. And yes. Wazim Makram's final words are simply, "I just had a really good bowling action." He just had a really simple, uncomplicated bowling action, which meant I didn't get injured much. Uh-huh. And it meant I could just keep bowling again and again and again. And when I look at Anderson, it's the same thing. He has a very simple action. It's repeatable. He's, he's rarely been injured. One thing about Anderson, he rarely... He gets a little niggles and stuff like that, but he's never been out of the game for like more than a year, six months, whatever. No, no, no. Everything's just not... It's just like a finely tuned like piece of machinery yeah i had like oh, a, yeah. i think he posted on his instagram i think last week and i shared it and yeah. it was just slow motion just his bowling action uh, yeah. i think the caption that i was just like poultry absolute poultry emotion poultry. or something oh, I agree. that's exactly what it is it was just beautiful absolutely. to watch yeah absolutely agree but i'll tell you what Hasid, uh, we, as always we could talk all day but we'll wrap it up here look uh to our listeners who've been supporting us along the way thank you so much for joining us once again tune in next week for episode 10 uh, hopefully there'll be better things happening for Sri Lanka by then but uh, <laughs> from myself from myself and Hasith it's uh, goodbye for now see you guys have a good week